0: Welcome back to Guttison Fieldhouse here in Burlington, Vermont, on the campus of the University of Vermont. the score after one is Merrimack 1, Vermont nothing. I'm Mike Magnick with John Leahy here. Tonight's first intermission is brought to you by Fuddruckers, an official partner of Merrimack Athletics. Make sure to stop in at Fuddruckers for a burger or a delicious salad before or after the next Warrior game. Located just down the street from Merrimack at 550 Turnpike Street. They also have locations in Reading and in Salem, New Hampshire. We're pleased to be joined in this first intermission here by Cole McBride, Merrimack Jr. forward uh, from Kinsley, Saskatchewan. And the first of all, that first period there, we're just talking off the air cold. A lot of action, a lot of excitement, uh, some good scoring chances, especially for you guys, uh, and a nice goal that was scored there as well. Uh, Chase Greasock just seems to have a knack. It seems like every time you guys
1: have an offensive zone draw, you might want him out there. Absolutely. uh Absolutely. you know, going into the the game here, we knew uh, the first period was going to be big for us. Uh, they're going to come out with a lot of energy, but it looks like we weathered it pretty well. And then on that offensive zone draw, there, Greaser's uh, been having uh, some luck. And also, I mean, it's not uh, it's not all luck. He's a good player, he's got a great shot, so keeping him out there on draws, especially in the offensive zone, has been being off big for us lately.
0: Yeah, I mean, obviously, you got to win that draw, right, so for him to even have a chance. He's scored so many goals already this year off the face-off. But I wanted to ask you, as a as a fellow forward, what's he doing that's making him it- uh, successful. It seems like he's, he's been able to, to skate to where the space, find, find space, and even, even find a way to get some shots using you know, either teammates or defenders as a screen and make, make it tough for the goalie to see it. Uh, may, maybe it's all of those things. But maybe it's something else. What do you see?
1: Um... The draw is obviously again, has him the biggest part of it You know Winning that draw initially But then once he gets that puck He's I don't think he's rushing the shot Because it, initially It's kind of clogged up In that lane So He's being patient And kind of Find an open lane And finding where the puck uh, Can get through And then he's just putting A good shot off on that and it's, and it's working for him seems like, you know, maybe it's
0: a result of scoring goals and he seems to be playing with more confidence, but he seems to be playing almost, I mean, the best way I can put it, he's playing bigger out there, you know, using his size, especially along the boards, to win battles, and
1: doing a lot of those things, too. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I sat by him in the locker room, uh, and you telling me that he comes in with a lot more confidence, and he's a big kid, he's a strong kid, and, and just skates and shoots the puck well, so you can just kind of tell as the season goes on here. He's, he's, he's settling to himself, and he's, he's playing great.
0: What else did you see that first period? You guys have the one nothing lead here. Uh, That's pretty good chances
1: late in the period. Um, What did you say? Um, You know, it was obviously a fast period, so I think just kind of trying to slow them a little bit down through our neutral zone. Through the neutral zone, I mean. And uh, once we get the puck down in their end, just kind of trying to to be heavy on it and kind of log some more minutes down in their zone. We'll we'll tire them out and obviously uh, give us some more scoring opportunities. So if we can just key in on those couple things, I think we'll, we'll have a good 40
0: minutes coming up. Uh, what did the coaching staff, I know Coach Park and the rest of the coaches say uh, this weekend? What have you guys been focusing on for for this series up here? Uh, you know, it's it's a rink where sometimes the, you know the crowd can can get into the game, the home team can play with, with with a lot more
1: energy being at home and so on. What did they tell you guys to focus on? Right. Well, Gets into it, but we know that uh, there is a few points away from us in the standings, and, and both of the us, team, our team, and theirs are both uh, in a crucial spot right now. So, you know, we're both fighting for playoff opportunity, and we know it's going to be a big weekend for us that way to, to kind of separate ourselves. So, we know they like to play hard, they like to play desperate, but we like to do the same thing. So, if we can just kind of play them in that category, I think we won't have any problems. As yeah. we uh, mentioned at the top of this year from Mount Kiddison, Saskatchewan, where is that uh, in the province? Um it's uh, it's about two hours east. So it's only about 45 minutes from the, the Alberta border. All right. Okay, there were uh, there have been a number of
0: Merrimack uh, players from from Saskatchewan over the years that have played. I'm thinking back almost 20 years ago. Reggie Strange Chris Porter. Did you know of those guys or any maybe maybe some of the more recent alums?
1: Not a, not many of those guys, but I uh, a couple Camrose guys. Johnny Lash and obviously played with yeah. him for a year, and and uh, I know Carl Stollard. He played for Camrose as well, and he was a he was a good player at Merrimack here. And, uh, there's been a lot of uh, kind of guys roll through the school, so the had a good relationship with uh, Boris and, and, uh, and uh, just felt like a good fit, so talking to some of those guys and coming down to the school, obviously things worked out well, and, and I'm happy with the choice. Yeah. It's a good decision to come to Merrimack Obviously, you had a chance to look at a lot of schools. What was what, what the deciding factor of coming I mean, it's, it's great to talk to people that, that you know, kind of, and that you're familiar with that are also kind of experiencing the same thing, so being able to share that, as well as coming down and, and just being, you know, close to Boston, small school, which I enjoy from that, from a song, it's uh, kind of a laid-back area, not be overwhelmed in a large school so that was good and, and being in a hot response is obviously always strong. I mean it, uh, when I was when I was on campus they just kinda made it, it made me feel welcome and it, and it was just kinda it just felt like a good fit for me.
0: You mentioned Johnny Lash and you know talking about great character guys. I mean I think I just, did I just see uh, recently
1: is he he going into the priesthood or something like that? I think that was his initial plan coming out of school, but I'm not uh, I'm not entirely sure how far along he's gone with that. Um in Saskatoon over the summer I unfortunately didn't get a chance to run into him but he might have changed pass a little bit but at the same time you know I could see him going that way too he's, he's an unreal guy and just nothing but good things to say about him
0: yeah, I was going to say you know I mean, that's one of the things that always jumped out at me about about you guys you know and Alberta guys too you know just real character guys uh, you know I mean where does that come from do you think? I don't
1: know I mean, was kinda, I, mean I was raised in kind of a smaller area so just kind of goes into everyone. I think Everyone's uh held accountable for what they're going to do when they're growing up. You can't really get away with it much because I, someone's always going to see it, that you know. So, uh, I mean, just kind of having, that, having a look over your shoulder for that reason. And just, I don't know, I think it just, I mean, it's just important just to be you know, a good person. Just, uh, like a How big is your town? Uh, Tenorsley itself uh, a little under 5,000. Outside of Dodge, actually, a half hour away, that was, my dad actually grew up on, it, and we were there for a bit too. So it's kind of a lot of small communities in the area. And it's, uh, it's a nice spot to be. In. You mentioned Camrose. I mean, that's another program that
0: has just been outstanding and turning out a lot of you know, unbelievable uh, players and, and, like, more again, you know, character guys. Uh, what, you know, what was your time like at Camrose? How many years were you there?
1: I was there for my 18 and 19 year old seasons. Uh, I love my time in Camrose. Uh, yeah, I, I, looking back on it, I can really imagine playing somewhere else just because of uh, how great it was. Uh, I developed a lot as a player with with Coach Rabelka, and and uh, met a lot of great friends. Actually, that I've been friends with for a long time from there too. Uh, my billet family was great; uh, they're part of my family forever as well. So, just all the people in that community were. Were awesome to me, and, and the team that we played that I played on there for two years was just really strong both years. So um, just a lot of good, a lot of good stories from there, and um, a lot of positive things happened to me in hockey and out of hockey. When I was, uh, when I was.
0: you know, uh, yeah. obviously, you know, there was that bus accident that happened last year. Uh, I imagine that even though. Saskatchewan's a big place, right? Still, in some way, everybody kind of knows everybody, right? Um, How, how did that impact you? What, what thoughts did you have about that? I, I missed the very, very first part of that question. You? Oh, I'm sorry. I was saying that uh, it's a big, you know, I mean, Western Canada is so big, right? But still, it seems like, like kind of like you're saying, like you were saying, almost like everybody kind of knows everybody or something. It almost seemed like everybody had a connection to the to the accident that happened
1: there. I was just wondering what your thoughts were about it. Um, yeah, well, I, had, I knew some people well that were involved in the accident. So. Came together obviously during the, during the time of the event. So unfortunately, I wasn't around when it happened. But um, I like, communicated a lot back home with, with people throughout it. And, and uh, actually, one of, one of my good friends that actually passed, out, passed away in the accident it's his birthday today. So yeah, said so happy birthday to him. And who was it? Uh, Stephen La. Yeah. So it's his birthday today. Um, too bad he's not here, but a big
0: score here is uh, Merrimack leading Vermont one to nothing at the end of the first period of play. Uh, we'll give you, by the way, all the recap and the penalties that were called at the end of the period when we come back, but uh, Cole, before we let you go, the second is going to come up here. You guys have a lead, 1-0. to nothing. Uh, Weathered the storm there at the end of the first period, you have the lead. Uh, what are they talking about down there trying to do in
1: the second? Uh, I think we're just, just tightening up a few things in our own, on our own end, but you know, it's all said and done. I think it, it's really about us. You know, We can kind of go back and forth on what we need to prevent for what they need to do. But if we execute what, uh, what we need to in our zone, in the neutral zone, in the offensive zone, I don't, think, I don't think Showing the that we need, we're not So if we can just execute individually as a team, um, I think we'll have
0: a lot of success in the last four Alright, great cole. Thanks a lot for joining us. Certainly appreciate you coming up here all the way, especially having to climb those those stairs. I know it's a little steep, but uh, thanks again. Hey, good good luck the rest of the way this season as well, and hopefully we'll talk to you again down the road. Thanks for having me. Alright, our guest here in the first intermission, Merrimack Jr. forward Cole McBride. The score is Merrimack 1, Vermont nothing. We'll be back with more right after this. This is Warrior Hockey.